The Lean Beret is reporting for duty. Fasten your seatbelts and hold on your carrots. You're about to enter the Lean Beret's throwdown zone. The hard rock of fitness and food. We are Avengers of Health. Hide the glutenized donuts. You're listening to the Lean Braze radio show at theleanbraze.com. Welcome, Braze. I'm Ron Jones with Kevin Rail and Barry Kaplan from the Lean Braze. We've got a really uh, sticky show today, actually. It's called Agave, a Sticky Situation. And I'm Ron Jones, of course, and I'm the founder of Lean Berets. I'm a corporate wellness coach that has a company out in California that provides on-site wellness coaching and hands-on corrective exercise to corporate clients. Kevin Rill is out in Park City, Utah, freelance writer and health and fitness professional certified trainer. And we have Barry Kaplan back on the show for the second time from Clark Summit, Pennsylvania. He's one of the owners of what I would call the best natural food store in America. Welcome back, Barry, to Lean Berets. Hey, thanks very much, RJ, and thanks for the kind words. Well, it's well-deserved. I, I must say, and I, I've talked to Kevin about this, I've never been in a store like Everything Natural, and I can really see why Kevin is like he is, because that's kind of where he grew up uh, when it comes to health. Absolutely. And uh, Barry would be Kevin's mentor, and uh, rightfully so. We need, we need to deserve uh, some nice comments coming that way and 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 by the way we we need to get back to clark summit because that's that's just a wonderful place to hang out and and do some health and wellness for sure oh we want you guys back anytime we got a got a great show today you know i'd never even heard of a agave syrup i my frame of reference was to some kick butt tequila back in the day you know that's <laughs> what but uh kevin started talking about agave a couple of years ago as a lower glycemic index way to add a little bit of sweetener as an alternative, and and you know a lot of people are into having something sweet once in a while. Now, Jack Elaine never ate cake or ice cream, and and not everyone's Jack Elaine. R.I.P. He was a huge influence in Lean Braze, but let's face it, most people are going to have something sweet once in a while. So, you know, at the Lean Braze, we try to provide some healthier options to people and let them make an educated decision. But there is just to kind of kick off the show, there is a kind of a question here to sugar or not sugar, and I, I guess our position would be guys to you know, provide some healthier alternatives when people want to have something with a little bit of sweetness, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So, you know, yeah. I guess in a perfect world, it'd be maybe healthier not to have anything sweet ever, but I'm not going to do that. So why should I ask other people to? That's right. It's all about moderation in the end. And if you can find something that's going to give you that little something, I mean, you and I, RJ, oftentimes, get bombarded with questions from people about, you know, they're trying to exercise, they're trying to get w- lose weight, get in shape in the whole nine yards, and it always comes back to one thing, yeah, but I got such a sweet tooth, I love chocolate, I love sweets, I need this, I need that, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to sit here and tell you not to have any sweets. So let's let's try to find out the lesser of two evils. What path can we take to find you something that's going to work for you? So that's where agave comes into the picture. Well, we're, we're genetically and evolutionarily programmed to go for sweets. And, right. you know, it, so, so we're going to go for sweets. It's a matter of how much, what form. And, and so, so sh- the, the highly processed sweets, sugar and, and a number of others, are actually addictive. 
and this is something you guys have written and talked about before, but you can certainly trigger those addictions with natural sweeteners. So moderation is important no matter what sweetener you're using. You know, and Barry's a good Barry's a good guy to have on the show, Kevin, because he's been in the you know organic food business for what forty years, Barry. Yeah, forty years. I mean, the, the guy knows products inside and out. So this this is going to be a really interesting show where we can really drill down and get into some specifics on on agave. And there there are a lot of questions here. People, it wasn't in the news at all when you first started talking to me, Kevin, and then all of a know, sudden you, it just exploded. I know. I remember when I first started telling you about it a few years ago. You're like, what? How, what is it? How do you? I said agave, and you're, and you're like, oh, that's, and you mentioned the tequila thing, and that's what most people associate it with because of the, um, you know, it's used as an ingredient there. But um, I said, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been using stuff for years. Literally, when I when I first started hanging around everything natural, and I saw it on the shelf for the first time, it it started, it got popular in the organic world, I would say. What would you think, Barry, around 2003, maybe? Early 2000s? Yeah, yeah, early 2000s. Yeah. yeah, it came out of nowhere, and we're like, what's this agave stuff? So we just started trying it and using it. I'm like, wow, it's awesome. And then I see low glycemic, diabetic safe, all these bells and whistles. I started using it. I put it in my oatmeal, put it in smoothies every now and then, and it just hit the spot. I was like, this stuff is dynamite. And then it just kind of slowly started growing in popularity through the organic world. And all of a sudden, I would say when once Stevia started to get mainstream popularity and it got swallowed up by Coke and Pepsi and they started making their versions of Stevia, like the Truvia and all those kind of ones, that's when Agave started getting coming in behind it. And then it started moving up into, into the popularity ballpark. And now, over the past two to three years, agave has been escalating as well in popularity. So I think it's important for us to go back to great mentality and explain to people just exactly what the hell is agave. Where does it come from? What is it? And then we'll give the, the good sides of it. And then we're going to give the people what, they, what they're probably dying to know, those who have an idea of agave. And what's all the negative hype that's going on with agave? Because believe you me, there's just as much negative hype as positive hype going on about it right now. Okay, so, well, let's start with the... I think that's kind of what we need to dig into. I love that. And let's start with something real simple, which is what it looks like. It's it's kind of... Uh, it's got a consistency or viscosity uh, not quite as thick as uh, honey, right? And somewhat clearer or amber? Okay. Right, right. Well, colors vary, and that depends in part on the processing. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and, and in part on the plant. Hmm. Uh, and, I mean, there are there are, oh, gosh, maybe 100 different agaves out there. Agave is... Is well. Let's let's start there. Agave there is a succulent. Mm. A lot of times people call it a cactus, and it's not actually a cactus. It's it's in the yucca family, and they grow. Oh gosh, they can grow ten feet tall. Oh wow. uh, Most most like blue agave mature is six to eight feet tall. Um, and blue agave is what a lot of people know for for um, you know for tequila. Uh, Where do they grow? Uh, dry climate, I think, isn't it? Well, yeah. tropical climate, Mex- Mexico. You know, it came out of Mexico. Yeah, it is often in dry climates, but you know, you see them in Hawaii. You see them. You know, they're in different places too. Okay. But South South, Africa too. Yeah, they're they're in the Southwest now as well in the United States, uh, and commercially, of course, it, now it's it's being planted and grown elsewhere. But um, it, it's got to be those warm temperatures, a, a succulent for year round. So, so that's what the plant is. It's got a tall flower spike that, that you know, it doesn't flower. I think it's once a year. Or, it, maybe not. I don't remember that. It's, it's not a frequent flower. But it takes five to seven years before it's mature. Hmm. Wow. And the flower actually 
we call it a flower. It kind of looks like a almost like a big porcupine quill type thing. Yes. Kevin, we we need a we need a photo of you next to a big old agave plant or whatever they're called. I'll put a beret on the agave and I'll be like, (laughs) (laughs) "That'd be righteous." So that's what they look like. like. That's what they look like, and and a lot of different variations. Um, And where do we go from here? Yeah, the the plant core looks kind of like a pineapple. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I said I mean like the porcupine type Mm comic. It's like a base, and then it's like the the leaves kind of shoot out in all directions, like a star, like a, a, a star bursting, sort of. Yeah, you got it. So it it, it can be a healthy alternative. It's got a lower glycemic index, um, as Kevin maybe can explain or vary a little bit further, uh, which doesn't spike your blood sugar as much. So I'm, I'm sure there's some um, vitamin mineral benefits to a healthy version of agave. But like any other type of food, we can have conventional and altered versions or organic, true organic, non contaminated versions and that's where you guys need to dig in and really make sure people understand the differences because there are some yeah absolutely definitely there are totally different processes for for different even agave or other sweeteners so so let's let's differentiate you know agave let's start with how agave should be made and what people need to look for the are organic and raw, exactly. So Those are two keywords. Two keywords. If you're if yep. you're dealing with organic and raw ne- agave, there are federally regulated processes, and and it has to be. You know, then then you're dealing with either a processing with natural enzymes or thermal hydrolysis, which is essentially just evaporating juice, um, and that could be done at different temperatures, which is why the differentiation between raw and Otherwise, the the conventional thermal hydrolysis they heat it up and it evaporates faster. The raw it's a much lower temperature, takes longer time, and and you know we'll probably not get into the benefits of raw or the differences between raw and and conventional in this one. But you know when you're dealing with organic and raw, it's a natural product. There are occasionally processing agents used, such as diatomaceous earth which are allowed under federal organic regulation. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's a very simple process. Now, there are other processes where it is subjected to very, oh, such different processes. Act, they use activated charcoal, uh, resins, sulfuric and hydrofluoric acid, and... and Nasty chemicals that God only knows. I wouldn't even. I don't even know what they are. Dicalite, dicalite, Claramex. Uh, hardly even pronounceable. What, what's the what's the, the one of the Leinbury Code of Ethics principles, RJ? Well, it's not spell it or read it. Firing it squad. Any belonging in your body. It sounds like firing squad material to me. Yeah, it's firing <laughs> squad for sure. <laughs> and that's where that's where the big players come in because we now we've got Pepsi and Coke in the game, and so what what this has created is a little bit of controversy because. You know, we started recommending this as a healthy alternative uh, about a year ago, and now Kevin's gotten uh, a few shots about, hey, 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 I thought agave was healthy. Well, here's why it, it can be and it cannot be. It depends on the process, as Barry was explaining. Yeah, that's one big thing right there. Um, it's being accosted for for that, but there's also another side of the coin where it's being accosted for, and that is the fructose con- content. 
So people are now saying that the fructose content is sky high, way higher than high fructose corn syrup, and they're saying high fructose corn syrup is safe. The agave is bad. So they're bastardizing agave syrup, throwing it under the bus, and they're saying the fructose content, fructose content is high, and it can cause drastic spikes in blood sugar. It can contribute to diabetes. It can contribute to being overweight and all these other things. So it's almost like these, these people, these research studies have been being done, and they're being commissioned by some kind of big player somewhere to say this and say this and say that. But according to Barry, it's, not, it's common knowledge that agave is high in fructose content. Am I correct in saying that? Absolutely. It, it, okay. It, 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 it's fructose in and of itself is not harmful. Exactly. Well, but see, there's there's the confusion in in of what people are calling fructose. I mean, they're calling high fructose corn syrup and thinking that it's the same thing as fructose, which is a naturally occurring fruit sugar or or exactly. plant sugar. That's a good point to make. That's a really and, good and point. And they definitely function differently in the body. Natural fructose is a a slow release sugar. It doesn't stimulate insulin secretion which means there are no harmful blood sugar spikes. Whereas, whereas HFCS, that villain, high fructose corn syrup, is absorbed rapidly and, you know, sends the pancreas, you know, and, and adrenals going wacky all over the place. Exactly. That's a big point right there. That's a take-home message that a lot of people aren't getting or seeing. They're just automatically associating fructose with high fructose corn syrup and drastic blood sugar spikes and all these things, but they don't do the the behind-the-scenes stuff, which is what we're, we're discussing right now. With that, yeah, it's a completely it's, different ballgame between the two. So that, that's, a, that's probably the biggest point today, or one of them right yeah. there. And then I'd like to go a little further and say this, and Barry mentioned it really well. He said, fructose is a naturally occurring fruit sugar. High fructose, corn syrup, the word corn is in there. And remember, folks, anytime you hear the word corn, automatically your mind shouldn't think about how many calories does this cause have, how is this going to affect my blood sugar. You should be thinking about, what you should be thinking is, where the hell is that corn coming from? And I'll tell you where it's coming from. It's coming from a field out in the middle of Iowa somewhere that's, that's with genetically modified seeds and Roundup being sprayed over top of it. That's where it's coming from. So you shouldn't even worry about the calories and the sweetener and the effect. Worry about where the hell it's coming from first, because that's the biggest problem that I have with high fructose corn syrup. I can care less about the studies that say high fructose corn syrup has the same calories as regular sugar and the same as honey and the same as organic agave and the goes on and on. It affects your blood sugar the same way. It's natural, it's safe, it's clean. It's as far from natural as you can possibly get. Don't buy it. It's a lie. So, Do you agree, Barry? Absolutely. And once, well, a, once, a, once, a, it straight. once again, this genetically modified thing comes back to haunt us. It, it's like endless, Kevin. Yeah. It's endless. You just can't, you can't avoid it and fight it. And I get a complaint from people all the time like, oh, I'm trying to eat healthy. I'm trying to change my diet, but I just, I'm trying to get high fructose corn syrup on my diet, but I just can't do it. I'm like, oh, really? Tell me more. Oh, I just can't because it's in everything. I mean, it's shocking. It's in cereal. It's in bread. It's in crackers. It's in stuff that doesn't even taste sweet. I'm like, cool. Well, is everything is going to an organic or like health food store? Because I guarantee you can find easily you can find healthy products that don't have high fructose corn syrup. And I mean, if you live in northeast anywhere within 50 miles square radius of Clark Summit, everything natural has all of your needs there. Believe me, they don't have high fructose corn syrup in their store. Oh, and not a lick. You know what? Not a lick. You want bread? They got bread. You want crackers? They got crackers. You want cookies? They got cookies. They got it all. So well, believe you me. It's a damn cop out if you tell me you can't change your diet because you can't find food without high fructose corn syrup. Well, we we went to a lot of conventional foods, but you you know, Kevin, you went to Costco with me when you were visiting California for those events last month, and we went, we found some pretty healthy alternatives in Costco that didn't have high fructose corn syrup. So we could have filled filled ten baskets. People like you guys 
are definitely affecting the way the universe is working out there. People are getting it. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a wonderful thing. You know, the, the big boys, the big boxes, the big supermarkets are putting in more food that's whole, wholesome and healthy for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you know, it, although although going to a natural food store and, and a place that's dedicated, you're going to get information. You're going to have more variety of products. You're going to get cleaner products because the screens yeah. are, you know, the, the filtering process and the screens of a store like Everything Natural are so much higher than than you know your local, you know, supermarket Brooks, is or Costco right. or somebody else. Well, here's a, here's yeah. another little point to make because I don't know if agave syrup is available in conventional grocery stores yet. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But that we can use everything natural as an example, of course, because it's not just a place you buy food. That's one thing I learned when I went back there. It's it's a whole cultural educational experience, you know. So if you go to a quality um, natural food store, you know you're going to get a lot more than just a product. You're really getting educated. Yeah. You know. And, and, and that's, that's a, the way you have to think about it. That's a great point because they're, especially the independent stores, you go into them and it's like people that work there, people that own it, they have a passion for it. It's like that's what they specialize in. And they know it like the back of their hand. If you walk into a store like that and you talk to someone behind the counter and they don't have the answer to the question you have, they will likely say, hold on a second, let me get my manager. Or, hold on, let me get one of the owners. And the owners will come out and they will be – very highly likely to accommodate, and that's definitely how it is in everything natural. You're you're always in good hands when you go there, um, and that's that's what separates a health food store from a supermarket. A supermarket that has five full rows of organic and all natural products. Well, you walk well, into there. Go ahead. Well, what, what we do is we're not trying to sell a product. Period. What, so we're trying to provide good services that that help people be healthy and meet their needs. And, yep. and of course, you know, of course we get asked lots of questions. And, of course, you know, I mean, this is what we do for, you know, it's our lifestyle. It's not selling widgets or nuts and bolts. <laughs> widgets, it, I love that. We, we are, you know, what's authentic and true, what's organic, what's natural. And, and oh, I shouldn't even use the natural word because that's been bastardized <laughs> by so many. Of <laughs> but, but, yeah. um, it, but the fact of it, it is if you use it in the true sense, that's what it, that's what you have to look for. Well, let's loop right. let's loop back into agave uh, again and talk about the big players in the game. So, uh, as often, I come back to some things that Rusty Smith told us on the very first Lean Beret show, which is corporate America gets a hold of stuff, and then uh, I won't use all the language you use, but you can kind of fill it in. You know, things. Hey, RJ. Yeah. Can we can we can we name? The companies in, you know, like that are, are oh, absolutely company, companies that do things well. Oh, absolutely, sure. Yeah, oh, sure. Okay, all right. I mean, not exhaustively. These are not the only companies that make good agave, mm-hmm. but but wholesome. Mm-hmm. The, the, that wholesome company, sweeteners. yeah, wholesome sweeteners, right? Madava. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't even know how to say this one. I OEO or Ohio. It's O J I O. Ohio. 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 Okay. Yep. All right. That's California, I think. That's, that's California. That, that's yeah. actually okay. it's, it's so, close. So, sorry, I, you know, I don't. I don't have my pronunciation there, but now I, you guys got it for me. Oh hi. It's above. Well, you know, it's above Ventura, California, which is okay. close to yeah. us. Well, you know, but again, these are and there are other companies out there. If it's organic, then raw. then you're in the clear. If it's raw, well, or you know, yeah, if it's raw, it's going to be it's going to be good too. But at least when it, you know when it's organic, not that I'm. Saying organic is, is the 
you know, the FDA has, has compromised organic a little bit, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's, it's still the best guarantee that we've got. And, and it's rare you're going to find a raw product such as agave that's not organic. It's almost, you know, I, I've never seen a raw one that isn't. Okay. Neither. But Pepsi and Coke are in the game, too. And so yeah. what, what's happened is the word got out in the street that, hey, this is a healthy alternative, and then the big corporations picked up on that, and, and it's kind of like the whole Greek yogurt thing, which we won't go into today, but now a lot of that is getting bastardized as well. And, and unfortunately, when any of the big the agribusiness you know, food companies come along, what they do is take a product and lower the standards and adulterate it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so you, you mentioned stevia earlier. Yeah. That it's, it's a perfect example. Stevia is, in, in, as, far as, as far as I'm going to talk sweeteners, if you really want to talk sweeteners, stevia is still even better than agave. Mm-hmm. I agree. Not, but not, not everybody's going to use agave or stevia, and there are some products that still aren't made with stevia. I mean, you know, my, my favorite is the, the non-dairy ice cream, the coconut milk ice creams. Oh, which, yeah. <laughs> which, which if, you don't own, if you don't own the right tools, the right juicers, that you can make your own, you know, with, with just fruit – then, then you know that's the next best thing. Mm-hmm. And I'll bet you anything, we're we're not far out from having stevia sweetened um, ice creams too. Hmm. But but you know, uh, stevia is even cleaner than agave. But agave used in moderation is a wonderful, healthy product. So there you heard it. Now that's, that's perfect information. Now I think it might be uh, beneficial to people at home for us to discuss a few ways that we use agave, and a few ways they can use agave. Um, so I would like to just jump, uh, just jump, throw something out there right now. I get, now Barry, I know you, I, I'm pretty sure you know of this trick, but I know of a lot of people who have chocolate addiction. So like, I just can't go a day without my chocolate. I'm eating Hershey bars and Hershey Kisses and blah, blah, blah. And I, at work, they have these candy bars, these small little ones, and I eat Mr. Good bars and whatever, da, da, da. And I just can't, I have to have my chocolate. And I say, okay, well, here's what we can do. You take a tablespoon of raw raw chocolate, raw cacao nib, and for those of you that didn't read my, my blog post on raw cacao, read about it, and I'll, it, I talk all about what raw cacao is. But you take a tablespoon of that, and then you drizzle some agave syrup across the top, and then you just eat it. And you just let it move around in your mouth nice and slow, chew it nice and slow, and it's really rich and it's delicious, and it's loaded with, loaded with antioxidants, and it really curves your, your chocolate fix. It gives you the chocolate fix that you're looking for. No, Have you I, done that before, Barry? I don't remember. Oh, that is that that is fabulous. I'm salivating and, and as we speak. I don't remember <laughs> what company it is. I wish I'd thought of this before we we got on the podcast. There is actually an agave sweetened chocolate, you know, that's out there now. Ooh, wow. uh, a, a, a bar that you know that that's a, a decent, healthy chocolate. You know, you know, uh-huh. um, dark chocolate sweetened with agave. Wow. So sorry, I don't have the name at my fingertips, guys. But there's, that's, okay. there's, that's making it out there into the world now too. Might be a good blog post, Kevin. Yeah, it would. Cool. So um, I also have added, like I said earlier, I added my oatmeal. At times, people used to use brown sugar. Sometimes they just use like regular sugar. Some people use like instant oatmeal with like maple flavoring and all that kind of stuff. And ask me all the time, how's this stuff? Is it good for you? I get it at McDonald's. I'm like, oh god, almighty. <laughs> no, nothing you buy at McDonald's is good for you, A. And any, any kind of sweetened instant oatmeal packets that you buy in a store in a box that have 10 to 12 packets in them need to go to the firing squad immediately because it's sugared with, I mean, it's just it's garbage, period. So instead of doing that, 
put a little bit of agave sweetener in there instead. Make mm-hmm. it make like the slow cooked oatmeal. Use a little agave. Ron, you made oatmeal like three or four times when I was out there. It was great every time. But if you want to add a little sweetener to it, throw a little agave syrup in there. And, and again, we'll we'll come back to the starting point, to sugar or not sugar. Well, if you don't want to have any sugar, that's great. But most people aren't going to do that. So this is a healthier alternative, especially if you get the organic and raw agave. Absolutely. Which are the two, yep. two, two critical points. But we had a, a pre-show note here that not all organic is created equal. And I'm not understanding that point you guys made before we went on the air. So can you explain that a little bit deeper? I'll let Barry take the floor on this one. Well, I'm, okay, I'm not sure where we're headed with that. Well, uh, uh, Kevin mentioned that uh, they're being called organic at times, but they're not. That's not oh, okay. necessarily well, true. That goes into the um, that goes into the hands of like when the big companies swallow it up. Let's use yes. now Horizon, the Horizon company yes, doesn't yes, make yes. a you know they don't make a an agave syrup per se. They have all these other dairy products and stuff like that. Let's use them as an example. Okay, so a bigger company comes and keeps them alive or buys them out, whatever you want to call it, and then they take control of all the – they have all the power. They take control of the processing and everything else. And like Barry said earlier, it's when the big players get their hands on it, they try to get more bang for your buck. They, they demineralize things, and then they add things to it, and they get things processed and do all these other bullshit things. And then shenanigans go on where you don't know if it's truly organic or not. When you find out that it's owned by Coke or Pepsi or Kraft or one of these other ones, that make conventional foods. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's well, the point I was making. I've got I've got lots of problems with Coke, Pepsi, General Mills, uh, you know, Kellogg's getting into organic. Mm-hmm. And, Me too. And I mean, some things, some things, they really do keep standalone and and let the products have their integrity. But they talk out of both sides of their mouth. Kellogg's, <laughs> Kellogg's, and 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 uh, General Mills. Coke, Pepsi, all of them are selling and marketing organic products, and they'll tell you how good they are. Of course, if they think they're all that good for you, then why are they selling the poison that they're selling? That's a question I, you know, that maybe we'll leave. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just astounds me. But what they're doing right now, case in point, they are trying to undermine the organic laws. They're trying to make it so that GMOs can be included in organic, and they're fighting. The proposition in California, RJ, you live there. You can tell me the number of the prop. I don't remember. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Yeah, it's it's it's, yep. bi- it's big news out here, but I don't. Yeah. I still don't think it's on everybody's radar screen and as, well, as well, why it's okay. important. It, 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 it hit it, it hit national radio yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know that that even though the major players in agribusiness have like a twenty-five million dollar fund to to squash the non-GMO thought and, mm. and, you know, the movement, you know, and the, the, the non-GMO movements raised $800,000, but the percentage of people who think that GMOs should be labeled is still far in the majority. So they're, 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 here they are, here they are trying to tell us, oh, GMOs are okay and I, on one side, and on the other side they're telling us, oh, buy this organic product that we make. Sorry, it doesn't work that way. Well, Europe, right. Europe outlawed. GMO, right? Um, well, unfortunately, Europe is cracking a little bit, but most of Europe does not allow them in. Yeah. Uh, for, for many years, they were they would test products, and and actually, it was it was it caused great great stress and distress for farmers in the United States a number of years ago 
when one of the first GMO crops, corn, got tested and it, it in Europe, and it had GMOs in it when it wasn't supposed to. Mm. So they kicked back, you know, you know, so much so much product from the United States that they they wouldn't allow it to be sold in in England and in Europe. Hmm. Now they're starting to break it in some, but um, for for the moment, it's really the United States where we're the rogues. Yeah, we're you know we're we're more and more GMO products are becoming available. More types, sugars, you know, beet, sugar beets, corn, uh, rice, wheat. You know the you know, well, soy. We, I mean, soy and corn are the most prevalent, but you know it, it yeah. just keeps going. Canola. Hey, it's America, the land of the free corruption. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. it's getting to be that way, especially so, with food. So, so stevia or agave, if you're buying it from a major player, it's not necessarily. First of all, what they love to do is call it, you know, a stevia sweetener, but then it's got stevia in it, but then there's other stuff with it. Hmm. Uh, you know, so that's one form of adulteration. Plus, they'll use products that that, you know, yeah, they're they're in name. Uh, you know, it'll be agave, but it won't be the agave that's found in a natural source, and and you know, in a natural form. Hmm. So they'll take advantage of the the. It's it's, you know, it's not exactly a discovery. Sometimes these are traditional processes, traditional ways of making food that have been used for a thousand or two years, mm-hmm. they'll take advantage of that, start making it in a chemically processed or adulterated way, and still think, you know, fool people into thinking they've got a good product. Right, right. And that's the, you know, just basically adulteration of, you know, yeah. something starts off good and then, you know, the corporate gets yeah, involved. Yeah, have to get their hand in a cookie jar, mess everything up, yeah. they want a piece of the pie, and it's just... It, it, it'd be it'd be like the lean brace selling out to uh gosh i don't know like uh the tobacco companies Marlboro. or something yeah our berets and glass on with cigarettes in our fingers pumping our biceps <laughs> oh boy that, that's, you're, giving, you're giving me the shivers there guys that that's that's the end of the world right there <laughs> <man>. <laughs> oh, well don't oh, don't expect man. don't ex- don't expect that in any lifetime soon nah nah so well, we've covered some. We've covered, the, I think, the major points today, which is, you know, yes, there's a sugar addiction problem in this country, if if not beyond America. But you know, the reality is that people tend to like something sweet, and so we're trying to find a healthier healthier alternative with the agave, and that's one of them. And there's a little bit of controversy because of the delineation between fructose and high fructose corn syrup, which is we laid out. You know, those are not equal, and people need to understand the differences. Um, yeah. And then there's some big players in the game that, you know, it might not be what you think it is, but, you know, the big tips today, if you're going to use agave syrup as a, a sugar or sweetener alternative, make sure you get organic and maybe even organic and raw, which is going to be a low-temperature process that's not going to destroy any, any of those nutrients. And if you want to get into it deeper, you know, for another sh- another show or, 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 you know, writing writing it up on the for the for the site— there's different ways that the, the liver processes fructose naturally versus high fructose corn syrup, and and you know so, because yeah it all goes to the liver and that's by the way where where this controversy started. Mm-hmm. Um, some some good some actually some very well intentioned and and reputable authors in in have have been 
part of the source for, for this controversy. But they don't always get it right. <laughs> well, can you can yeah. you just kind of bumper sticker defin, definition on that, Barry? Just like what is the difference in, in the in the processing within the body between the fructose and the high fructose corn syrup? Just so people get it on their radar screen. Well, the the uh, I mentioned earlier the speed that the the sugars get into the body. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big one. Um. But the, but the actual way that the liver handles them is, is, you know, it's not quite the same. Let me see. I, I actually had research on... Uh, Kevin, you I got that? I would say it's kind of like this, RJ. Do you remember the experiment I did when I was in Cali back in July where I had everyone on the street? Yeah. Doing yeah. The, I was doing the sugar test with them? Yeah. Okay. So if you take agave and eat it, mm-hmm. your liver is going to accept it well with open arms. Mm-hmm. So if you take the, the bunk product, your liver's going to react the same way those people's arms react. It's going to be like a knee-jerk reaction, like, what the hell is that? Right. Almost like it doesn't recognize it. So it's going to go into like a, different, a whole different frame of mind. So the body, the body knows. It's toxic. The body yeah. knows, right? It's, it's, a, yeah. it's an unnatural product. You know, it's, it's chemically derived in, in some exactly. fashion. Okay. And we've you know, we've done some we've done some shows on high fructose corn syrup and just sugar period, but I just wanted to mention that again. So, but but it was a good point to make by Barry that this is where the whole agave thing started, which was people pushing back on the high fructose corn syrup and trying to find something else that was healthier. And so, just to kind of bring it all home, this is where it all began and why we we're talking about it today. It does relate Absolutely. back directly, really, to high fructose corn syrup. Anything else, guys? Oh, by the way, the 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 agave sweetened chocolate that I was referring to—it's Love Street. Love Street. Hey, oh that, yes, Love Street. Okay. <laughs> a raw, a, you know, a raw chocolate with agave sweetener. I'll have to try that. I might have had that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah we've you, you've had it, Kev. Yeah, the Love Street is the, that's the raw company, right? Yep. Yeah, they're awesome. Well, one and, uh, another one you met. What's that, RJ? Go ahead, Kevin. You're um. Um, I, I was going to mention this before, but um, you mentioned um, Kellogg's being one of those companies that that just has their hand in the cookie jar. And RJ loves Kellogg's, right, RJ? Oh gosh, yeah. I, <laughs> some, somehow, I, somehow I got in their mailing list, Barry. So I get these like <laughs> posts once a week, which which are all firing squad material, you know, because they're it's amazing to Kevin and I the marketing behind some of these messages, like they're completely marketing to families with children and and it's just full of sugar and and uh it's just horrible food you know it just i I just cannot believe what's happening anyway uh, about once a week i send kevin one of these messages and we rant about it for a while uh yeah so it's not it's not one of my favorite companies let's just say that but love street though on the other hand that's totally up at the side of the spectrum Oh yeah, rock. Got a lot of good, a lot of good raw product. Um, you pay a little bit of a price for them, but it's, believe me when I tell you this, it's worth every mouth-watering bite because mm-hmm. the product is delicious. Well, one more time before we get off the air, can can Barry mention the uh, the healthy brands that he recommends for agave? Because one one thing people like when they listen to our shows or and look at our site, our new website by the way, which just relaunched a couple weeks ago, is we we like to give. Uh, Product specific recommendations, 
And, and that's a lot of times what people want. I mean, the, the, the general information is great, but they literally ask, what do I need to buy and where do I get sure. it? So make it easy. Yeah. So what, what, what were those brands again? Well, again, I want to say these are not necessarily the only good brands out there. Sure. But these are the ones that are top of my mind. Mm-hmm. And, and all three of these are on my shelf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, everything natural has got all of these. Mm-hmm. So Wholesome Sweeteners, they've been around for a long time. Uh, I've actually spoken to them about this controversy. The first time I ever talked to them about this controversy was probably 10 years ago. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and I've met with their representatives and, and uh, you know, inquired about it. So, you know, hey, when you live, the, when you live it right. and it's not a, a, just a nut and a bolt that you're selling, mm-hmm. you want to you check your sources. So, mm-hmm. so uh, we've, we've talked to them. So Wholesome is a good company. Madhava. That's another good company. Mm-hmm. And Barry, can you give me a favor and spell that for the people? M A D. It's M A D H A V A. Yep, correct. Cool. And oh hi. Okay. O J I O. Okay. Yep. Do you those have are, those are three companies that make organic raw agave? They some, some like oh hi calls it agave agave nectar. Uh, you know they'll all have a different jargon for it, but they're they're all making the real thing. Do you have anything to add to that, Kevin, on your list? Yes, I do. I have one thing to add. Um, that's, um, like I said, if you're in the Northeast Pennsylvania corner, everything natural's got your back. Yeah. Any one of those. And other, other organic and natural food needs as well. Now, if you're out and about and you're in the middle of Indiana somewhere, or Illinois, you need to go to look for a local co-op, look for a local independent health food store, look for any health food store, Whole Foods, whatever, et cetera. Um, Trader Joe's maybe even. Yeah. And also... As, our, as I showed RJ, Costco. Yeah. And also, you can get wholesome sweetener at Costco in double double packs or whatever ooh, it's called. It's like but beware, beware, <laughs> beware when you when you're going to Costco, when you're going to Trader Joe's, when you're going to you know, even I'm going to even oh I'm going to be a heretic here, even uh-huh. when when you go to Whole Foods, you uh-huh. gotta watch what you're buying mm-hmm. because exactly. they are not necessarily going to have the real deal on the shelf they, they or they may have it but the, the imposters will be right alongside it's getting that's tricky true. they're to be savvy and remember organic and raw are your two keywords and barry was able to call the company up and talk shop with them don't be afraid to call a company up mm-hmm. and say look i want to know if you're as legit as you say you are on your label if they are legit and they're not afraid to hide anything they will be more than happy to talk to you and say, I can assure you that we are a family-owned business and we haven't sold out. We, we still do this. We still do this this way and that way. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you. Yeah. It really oh. helps. It helps to do your research and know what kinds of questions to ask before you call them. Because, if, yeah. you're, you know, if you just call and say to somebody, hey, is, is yours, uh, have you got high fructose corn syrup? Is it cut with high fructose corn syrup? Which, oh, that was one, something we didn't address. Some, some agave nectars actually have high fructose corn syrup added to them, you know, in the oh. corporate world. So if you, ask, if you call and ask the, the questions that give an easy yes-no answer, you're not going to get the information you really need. Mm-hmm. Know, know what you need to know and then ask that. How do you make your agave? What's the source of your agave? You know, how, how do you actually process it? What kind of, you know, how, how is the juice extracted? Is it from juice? Right off the bat, that's, you know, if it's from the juice or from the root. 
you know, so when you start doing that, you're going to know the questions, and they'll talk to you. If they if they get evasive, mm, say goodbye, go buy another product. Yeah, or you can yep. keep or you can keep listening to Lean Beret shows because we're digging into this, and I think that's the value of Lean Berets. You know, we're we're digging into this, and uh, we're getting more into it, and getting a and little. And you tell it straight. We tell it straight. We're getting you a little more following, straight. and we're we're really trying to help people. I think we're making a difference, especially with people like Barry coming in and and helping us from time to time. So it's been a great show. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up, guys. A uh, really great to have you back on the show, Barry. And we'll look forward to doing more at Everything Natural in Pennsylvania. Ron, sure. I look forward to it. You guys are the greatest. All right. Thanks, Devin. Kevin. Thanks, Barry. Yep. You've been listening to the Lean Braze radio show at theleanbraze.com. Sugared music today provided by Def Leppard. Until next time, keep moving. No excuses.